It's for our thing. It's for our thing. It's for our show. No. Do it for daddy. No, you can do it. I don't want oh. to. Welcome everybody back to the Built Different Podcast. I'm here with Matt Slat, Sir McClappington, Matt Matt Heart Attack, whatever you want to call him, he's here. I'm and here. This is episode 28 of an NBA podcast. The NBA trade deadline has passed us. We're halfway through the season. The All-Star break is coming up. How you feeling? It was pretty boring. <laughs> so one thing I will say, I feel like we've been spoiled the last yeah. like, three or four yeah. trade deadlines. NBA's kind of getting a little regulated. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's chilling Town's starting now. to spread a little bit more. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. The, I, I see what you mean. Definitely, yeah. definitely a little bit boring. I, I not mean, boring for me. Oh, yeah, not boring for you. Definitely for you. <laughs> but you know what's funny? I kind of low-key, I mean, we'll get into it in a bit when we actually start talking about the trades. I saw it coming that L.A. wasn't going to do shit. I saw it coming. And yeah, we're definitely going to get into it because I definitely got something to say about them just because, I don't know, I, I just, I feel like you, you got to do something. I don't Anything. Know. They did. They they picked up Dinwiddie in the off waivers. That's cool, I guess. It's cool, I guess. Oh, you picked up another D'Angelo Russell. Who are we going to pick <laughs> up, though? I, we'll talk about it. Um, but, you know, with that being said, you know, we have a really good episode lined up for you guys here. Um, so we got, we're, we're just, we're, we're going to talk about the first half of the season, you know, a little bit, talk about the, the injuries that we've had recently. Um, you know, obviously the trade deadline, um, top five teams, top five players. Um, we're going to do that redraft of 2018, which should be fire. So we got, we got a nice little to the point episode for you um, here. So let's open it up right away with Joe Embiid's injury. Cause that was news that happened literally right after um, our last episode dropped. You know what's funny? It, they ran. We we just all get the post from Woj saying Embiid is preparing options for his meniscus injury, and so everyone goes on social media. Embiid meniscus tear. Embiid this. Embiid that. And then Woj five minutes later. I am not. Confirming or denying whether he has a meniscus tear. And I'm like, bro, what are we talking about, Woj? <laughs> I just, um, I don't know, man. When it comes to Joel Embiid, I, very talented player. Very, One of the most talented very players talented, in but current he's, history. He's starting to <clears throat> enter this what-if category. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. Like, literally last year, if he was healthy, what could have happened? You, we, we don't know. We don't know. Years before that, what could have happened if he was healthy? What if he was healthy in the beginning of his career? That could have fast-forwarded See, where the that's, 76 That's the only were. reason why I'm not saying but, it's a what-if is because he's technically been a what-if ever since he got drafted. <laughs> so that's why I'm not considering it as a what-if because it's not like he was amazing for 10-plus years, never got injured, and then a crazy injury happens and it derailed him from even more greatness. No, he's just been having this his whole career – and so it's just like run of the mill shit, kind of like Zion. Like I'm not putting Zion in a what if category because we've been seeing, or like we've been kind of seeing what is gonna happen since he was in college. We saw the problems before there was yeah. problems, and it's just the the play style is just not sustainable. <coughs> I mean, I don't I don't know what he. I mean, he's a big, so it's like his play style has to be getting in the paint. But at this point, 
But, like, I mean, this year you saw his play style really develop. Oh, he, yeah, for sure. He, was, he has a passing game this year. He had a passing crazy. game, which is crazy. Like, he was putting I mean, not on, not on, like, Jokic's level, but, not, like, but, you know, averaging six assists a game for a center yeah. is a big, and big he, deal. And his, his three-point percentage rose this year yeah. ridiculously. So he was – and his mid-range was more flawless than it ever has been. So he was doing more to not have to be in the paint. But it's just, bro, his – his lower half of his body is just, is just prone to him. injuries, bro. It's, it's prone, him, and it's been prone since he's been in, since he was in college. So and it was like, the way this happened because the the night before he had a meniscus um, injury, well, I think this was like off the ball, away from the ball, whatever. He hurt the other knee yeah. for a for a couple games. He was out, and then he just came back and it hurt the other knee. Like I, I don't bro, know. It's, I, just, it's, it's it, getting it's getting tough because. You know, the 76ers, I mean, I, I still consider them lucky to even be a good team right now after everything that's transpired um, over the, the course of time. You know, failing with the Ben Simmons thing, failing with James Harden, failing with Shit, all the guys before, that they got. Yeah, yeah like Noel and uh, Mocha yeah. Four and, and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think The process lucky. was a long process. Yeah, and, and like it only Carter still Williams. works because Joel Embiid is still working. But it's, yeah. it's, if it wasn't yeah. for Joel Embiid, this, the process would have been the most failed experiment in history, and it kind of it, still it is. It's still like it, it can't still be. Could once it's over, be. like I think if once, they don't have a ring out of it, there is no the process. Like if Joel Embiid is ever traded or ever leaves oh, yeah, Philly, yeah, like yeah, the talks yeah. are gonna happen. Yeah, or he just officially finally gets hurt to where he's not the same yeah. ever again. It's it's gonna be tough, yeah. but I I like what they did. Um, and we'll we'll talk about. It. I like I like what they did at the deadline. Um, but Zach Levine out for the year because he didn't want to be a Detroit Piston. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know what's going on. This is another thing. I don't know really what's going on with Chicago. Um, but so we're, we're going to get into them. Chicago in a little bit. So I'm not about to hash him too much right yeah. now. But it's just Zach Levine. It's I don't. He it's bro three years ago. You know, four years ago, he was averaging like 25 a game. He was killing it. This had a third. Start really popping off to be like, all right, maybe he's not just a dude who's going to score but give you negative value. Then he averaged 27 a game a year later. He was an all-star. He looked really good. His efficiency was through the roof. Then DeRozan got there. Vooch was there. And, you know, production dropped a little because you have two guys who are also scoring a lot. But still looked good. This year, man, I I do – before the injuries even happened, this motherfucker – could not hit shots. His athleticism yeah. was just dropping more and more as the years go on just because he's getting older and he's had prior injuries. But, man, he did not look good before the injuries this year. So I don't know where his his value is low right now, man. Yeah. I, it's tough because he's signed. He And his contract's ridiculous. He signed, till, he signed through 2025 to 2026. For about forty million a year. Yeah, it's crazy. And then in twenty six to twenty seven, he has a player option for forty eight million. Yeah. Um. So, uh, realistically, this could end up being one of the worst contracts ever. And the reason why I say that is because, well, one, he's already lost this whole year. Last year, did they did they make the play in last year? They made the play in, but the Heat beat them. Yeah, but they lost, right? So they made the play in. I mean, that that's all. I think that's all they're ever going to be with Levine, though. Yeah. If Levine comes back and is really good, I think as far as they get with that is a plan because no, they literally this year what they were supposed to do. Yeah, we're just going to get into it now. This year, what they were supposed to do 
is all right. Caruso had crazy value beginning first two months, three months of the season. I didn't forget about him man. because he was looking like an all defensive right. caliber player. His three was hitting. He was going crazy. You could have gotten at the uh, two two months into the season. You could have gotten two firsts for him. You right. could have gotten two firsts for him at the deadline two days ago. They were asking for two firsts for him. The last month he has not been good. Yeah. So his value dropped. So you failed there. DeRozan, he's literally a free agent this year. So and he's probably leaving. So you, you literally out of that? you literally didn't get shit for him. And <clears throat> sorry. And then Zach Levine, he's been injured, not injury, injury, not injury. That moment he got off of injury waivers the last time, and you he's good to play, and he was playing. Guess what you were supposed to do? Trade him before he gets injured again. You didn't. You waited. He got, and then he's out for the whole year. What is they, going on? And in then Vucevic, Vucevic is just like a terrible trade piece. Nobody wants him, so you're stuck with him until his contract's done. Yeah. So you literally failed at every chance you got. The only good part that has come out of this year is Kobe White. Kobe White's a little building block for the future because he's finally popping off because Zach Levine was out. But in every path. They failed to do what they were supposed to do as a franchise. The Bulls, I don't know. Their controller just stopped working after they put together the team of Lonzo. Their controller died. Yeah, after they put this together, they put together a team of Lonzo, Patrick Williams, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Vucevic. They just stopped doing anything. Like they've had, they they even they had chances to get. And I know this is probably a stretch, but they had chances to get Anthony Davis, for example. Didn't even jump on that whatsoever. When? This huh? year? Not this year, but I'm saying I'm talking about like in the past. Like this whole stretch of time has been like four years now where mm-hmm. we're moving on to. For what? Huh? For what? Anthony Davis we're talking about? No, no. What's been what's been the stretch of four years? The this Bulls, whatever the fuck they got going on right now. Oh, like I mean, this, this core is of players. Two and a half years. Two and a half? Yeah, it's been two seasons and this is half a season worth. God, whatever, whatever how much ever long it years. is, like when does this shit end, bro? Like when do you sit there and realize that you have a bunch of and I don't want to say really good players, but like individually, yeah, really good players that you just get rid of. Well, one bro. thing I will say is they smelled that one seed and it was beautiful. Tomorrow was in the MVP conversations. But boy, what they really just didn't see coming was Lonzo Ball getting injured forever. <laughs> and and it really threw them for a world, and they just have not recovered from that. Like, they are, they not done, are they waiting yeah, for Lonzo that's, to come that's back? Why, that's in my back of my head, because in the forefront, I'm thinking, no, they can't be that dumb. Can't be that stupid. But game. they haven't done I'm anything Lon- since he's gotten I know. injured. I'm a Lonzo fan, through and through. Laker fan till I die. He was a he was drafted Laker. I'm gonna love you till you're gone, out of the league. But it's just like, bro, like. There's no way you can just be waiting on this dude to come back. Before this season even started, they said he's out for the season. So, like, like I don't know what they're expecting like they to be doing. They could have traded Levine for a lot of draft picks at one point. I don't in know, time. but oh, yeah. at they, one point, they, not this year. This but. past summer. They should have traded DeRozan and Levine, yeah. in my personal opinion. They Definitely should DeRozan, especially their, when their, their stocks like, are at a high. After like, the year that DeRozan had that MVP-ish oh, season. Oh, that MVP year, yeah. After, like, in the offseason when they lost and they, they got they didn't by know, the Bucks. They, I think they thought Lonzo was coming back. No, whatever whatever the case about fucking Lonzo, you got to know that DeMar DeRozan is not going to play at an MVP level like that ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was lightning in a bottle for sure. Like, new team. He only ever had one role. year like that right. before, and it was with the Raptors. Yeah. Like, he didn't, even, he didn't even do like, that on the trash Spurs. That would have been, yeah. like, if he was, like, really, really good on the Spurs, I would have believed in that one season that DeMar DeRozan had. 
I knew he was going to come back down to earth. I don't know how the Chicago front office doesn't know he's going to come back down to earth. And then you got Vucevic, and I don't know. You could get some team to take him. But this Caruso thing, I really, I think they really fucked this up. Because what are you really going to get? Yeah, now you're going to get guys? like a couple second picks. You continue getting these middle round draft picks when you could have had multiple draft picks, a trash team that got you better draft picks. Yeah. And if you really want Lonzo back that bad, he comes back and you have a young team around him and see what happens. But... This is garbage, and the fans of Chicago have been suffering ever since this guy Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> they had a couple. Town, they had bro. a couple great years with D Rose, and then that let them down. So, like, I think yeah. being a Bulls fan has to be one of the most like hurtful, toxic things I think in the history of sports. Being a right Bulls now. fan, see, I don't know what's worse: being like an older person and seeing the Bulls be so great in the nineties. But then now witnessing what they are now, or being born around when we were born, and so just inheriting being a Bulls fan, but has never seen them be great. Like you so you inherited dog shit. Like you, like, you got to see <laughs> Rose be an MVP and then destroy his yeah. whole career. Like you, what you saw growing up was Ron Artest <laughs> on the Bulls as a rookie. Like that's that's when you you started being a Bulls fan. Then you've never seen greatness. And oh, it man. sucks. But enough about the Bulls. We're giving them sorry. too much camera yeah, time. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I just had to go on that show. The, the Knicks actually have a lot of injuries right now. Kind of wanted a to talk about that, load. too. So Julius Randle's out for, you know, a couple more weeks. Mitchell Robinson, even though he's coming back, he's still technically, you know, out hurt. for the year, technically. OG had a recent elbow procedure. He's out for a couple weeks. Hartenstein now has an Achilles um, injury. Strain or some shit. Um, yeah. I kind of worry about what... I mean, as you see on FanDuel, Jalen Brunson's line is at 31.5. I kind of worry. Vincenzo's at 21.5. I worry at how long Brunson's going to last being asked to literally be the yeah. offense of the team every yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Um, like, he's shown that he is a, he's a dr- bulldog, he, yeah, bro. He's dog. But, like, it's just like. At what point does. The legs got to wear out at yeah. some point, bro. Uh, but, you know, I, I think this is. Injuries are never a blessing, but I think this is kind of a blessing in disguise because the way Tibbs works, he likes to run his guys until they can't run anymore. So this is low-key a little break for them. Yeah, I like most, that. Other than Jalen Brunson. Yeah. It's a break for everyone else. These guys and are going to come back. And then they'll come back right before the yeah. playoffs start, and then maybe you can get lightning in a bottle and hit some shit. Lightning uh, in a bottle for the Knicks would be nuts. It'd be last beautiful. time we saw lightning in a bottle for the Knicks was Jeremy fucking Lin. Y'all are in, you, y'all are due. You no, Knicks you, fans you are due. That, that two two years ago or three years ago, whatever it was, when Julius Randle first got there. I don't know if that was lightning bottle. I think it was just an underrated season. Okay, I wouldn't That's say that fair. was lightning That's in a fair. bottle though. But yeah, the Knicks are injured. Because um, we've seen Julius Randle do it now, going into the trade times. deadline. The Knicks got Bojan Bogdanovic, which I love. Um, along with you know what I love more, they got Alec Burks. Nah, <laughs> so me and him, real quick, just a little, so. A few episodes ago, this man literally said, all I don't want to see is the Knicks trade for Alec Burks. And so literally, while the trade line is ha- deadline is coming up, I'm watching on my phone. I have Woj and Sham. The screenshot ready. that Matt sends me just literally sent well, me to a connection. Well, this was the first screen. This is the first thing that came out. Woj and Shams put out <laughs> that Alec Burks is going to New York for Quentin Grimes. That's all they say. They didn't put out nothing from the rest of the trade. So what do I do? Immediately screenshot it, send it to this motherfucker, and be like, I thought you didn't want I this I was like, whoa! And he was so upset. Hello. He was so upset 
And then, like, you know, as the time, the minutes were going by, eventually Woj and Shams put out, there is uh, a couple seconds going, and then uh, Bojan's coming to New York, and, and then Evan Fournier's going out there. Yeah, so, you know, it wasn't as bad as we thought, but it looked terrible at first. Yeah, but, you know, the Knicks, they get Bojan, and I really like the team that the Knicks have put together. Well, like, the front office healthy, is, is nice. Cookie. The front office but is cooking. Also, real quick, another thing I do want to say. With Bojan there, Brunson doesn't have to really – I mean, yes, he's still going to have to carry. Yeah. But he all the scoring he can put on yeah. Bojan and Alec Burks. Some two have been the scoring output I mean, in Detroit this whole time. I don't, bro. like – I, it's not that I hate Alec Burks, the player, because when he was on the Jazz, I was one guy that was saying, oh my God, he's, under, he's Burks, underrated. Bro. I think people need to give him more credit. And then he came to the Knicks and I liked it. You know, he did his thing, you know, our playoff year when we had him. Right, but the yeah. year after that was when I really had a problem. Tibbs thr- trusts him too much. Trusted him Tibbs so much. Vets, bro. Trusted him so much that they made him the starting point guard. Yeah, remember that? Over quickly. Remember that? Yes. That point guard, bro. I forgot that, about that. That is where I, like, started losing my mind. I was like, of course we're not going to fucking make the playoffs with Alec versus our starting point guard. Second. Yeah, that's terrible. But, you know, Bojan I like because, you know. It was crazy was he was the point guard and his lines at, like, assists were, like, two and a half. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it was really, really bad. But, you know, we got Brunson. Bojan, OG, Randall, and Mitchell Robinson as the potential line I'm going in with a bench of Josh Hart, Hartenstein, you know, uh, Miles McBride. Like, whoa, I'm missing at least two. That's how deep we are. I'm missing two people at the very What would you say? Uh, fuck. Hold on. You, Alec Burks. You got um, Precious Achua. Yeah, hold on. I'm you on. got... I mean, you you have given up your depth depth de- decently over this last little run, though. One second, I'll cut all this. Jericho, but yeah. So what it's projected to be is it's going to be Jalen Brunson, Bojan, or Dante Divincenzo. Oh yeah, we didn't even say Divincenzo. OG Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson. But if either Dante Divincenzo or Bojan is off the bench, you're going to be pairing him them with Alec Burks, Miles McBride, Josh Hart. Hartenstein, Precious, Jericho Simmons. Like, this is bro, great. It's a deep team. Deep this is team, fucking bro. great. This is, at, this is like the deepest team the Knicks have had in so... And you got Jacob so, Toppin, bro. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is the deepest team that we've had in so, so, so long. Imagine drafting a player that you have as little brother and then trading the older brother. And they are my winner. They are my winner. Oh, the for sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. The, the, I, I I can't give it to another because this is no, like no they're the easiest. It's like it was like last year when the Lakers were the win- easily yeah. the Lakers were the winner just because they did something you weren't thinking they were gonna do. The Knicks this year, given like my number two, they they did something I wasn't expecting either. But yeah. the Knicks did something that I think could low key put them in title contention if everyone gets healthy. Because it's like literally everything the Knicks have done lately has just been gold. Yeah, they haven't really like, made a wrong move for like for a bit. Like yeah. we go all the way back to like except for keep bringing in Taj Gibson. <laughs> yeah, no, Taj Gibson. I didn't even mention him. I don't know why you're still here. You're a Tibbs guy, whatever. I honestly have rather have the wall dang. Like you, you get your legs back together and come sit on our bench instead of Taj Gibson. <laughs> I was gonna I would say be, yeah, they're both sitting cool on that. the bench. It don't matter. Yeah, Luol Dang said I would bench. rather Luol Dang sit on the bench than Taj Luol Gibson. Dang said coming from somebody whose team he sat on the bench for for three years straight. <laughs> 
You don't need it, bro. And he was sitting on our bench for seventeen million a year. You don't well, need it, bro. For seventeen dollars a year, like oh, it was so crazy, bro. But um, you know, I think it goes all the way back to when the Knicks got Julius Randle. Like, no one thought that was, like, a huge, crazy move, but it ended up being, like, our first cornerstone. Well, especially because after his first year, he averaged, like, what, 17 points yeah. a game. His efficiency wasn't good. He was a tornado with the ball. Tornado. Um, but it was just <laughs> a little throwback. But um, it was just you, – you didn't see much coming from that. And then his second year was when he kind of blew up. And, yeah, it's just – it's been it's been upwards ever since. Getting Jalen Brunson, I mean the Knicks like they that laser, was that was the move that they, really changed the they franchise. laser focused into getting Jalen. It was like nobody else. Like we're not, not even yeah. gonna look at anyone. Like literally the moment free agency started, Jalen Brunson, I'm a Nick. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was, was like, it. Welcome. Like literally the Knicks like revolved their whole entire draft day. Around getting Jalen fucking Brunson. That's a fact. Which was just yeah. crazy. They're dumping money. They were bringing in people that would cost less than the draft. And picks. like even like the the draft pick of R.J. Barrett, like that was not supposed to be as good as it was, which was funny as shit because um, I mean, it was we, a third overall. Pick, yeah, but we went so. from first to third. Yeah. Like we were supposed to, we were all happy about Zion. Which <laughs> wow, we would have been pissed about Zion if that all that still happened. John Morant, we would have been pissed at John Morant a little bit, you know. Yeah. So, you know, the gun, I mean, I think it would have been a lot worse in New York if John Morant was drafted in New John York. John Morant would have got fucking shot up by the GDs, bro. Sorry, but, bro, if he was trying to be, act like he was all gunplay and shit out in New York, he would have got done up, bro. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, he would have messed with the wrong people down in the now, listen, city, Listen, I bro. think R.J. Barrett was the best draft pick out of the three. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> somehow, some way. Somehow. Bro. Especially with how he's been in Toronto, bro. We do that redraft to R.J. Barrett. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I started bugging. I started bugging. First off, this is a, a terrible trade, but Robin Lopez gets traded <laughs> and then waved by the Kings. But I thought the shit was. Did you funny. see his post? Yeah, and he's what like about Patrick Beverly. He was like, "It's so you know, it was so great being Patrick Beverly's teammate for, for an, an hour." hour. <laughs> and then someone commented like, "Oh, what were your top five moments of being his teammate?" And he literally listed five fucking things. Um, <laughs> I guess, it, like, during the game, he didn't know he was traded yet. No one really did. And he, he sat there and book. read a fucking book the yeah. whole episode. <laughs> the whole episode. Um, or, yeah, the whole, the whole thing. But, like, the Bucks got cash considerations for... I... Okay, so I don't traded Cameron Payne for Patrick Beverly. No, so but here, here's what I don't understand. Like, this... What possesses teams to do this? Okay? Here this what, trade. What? The Bucks traded Robin Lopez... To the Kings for cash considerations, and the Kings just dropped Robin Lopez. So the Kings just gave money to the Bucks for no fucking reason. There's nothing else in that. Nothing. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I did don't the Bucks know. just like hit up the Kings like, yo, we, we need five bucks, bro? Like, I don't know. I don't know. We need a couple dollars. Can you, can you hook us up? There was no second in that? No? Damn, I don't know then. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, the Bucks had opened up a roster spot and they got cash. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The Kings are just drunk. I don't know. They forgot what they were supposed to be doing that day. Because <laughs> that's crazy. They were just being friendly. <laughs> um, Pacers get Corey Joseph. Like that trade for them. Yeah, it gives them a little um, better in presence. Pacers also get Dougie McBuckets, which I thought was fire. 
you know, I I I love it because like the Pacers, they're they're running this run and gun offense, and I think he fits perfectly in that. I just don't feel like he's just gonna get that much run time. Right um, the Suns, they they got Kevin Durant's secret lover, Royce O'Neal. Yeah. I don't know how that. No, team... I mean Royce is a good veteran he's, he's presence cool. in every locker room he's ever been in, and he can hit some in, threes. He's like suddenly in every locker room. But, like Kevin yeah, Durant. he's just I don't know, I don't know. They got rid of Watanabe. I mean the the Grizzlies Kevin Durant was probably him. heartbroken on that one too because Kevin Durant loves that yeah. motherfucker. Um, the Bucks they for whatever reason the Sixers trade Patrick Beverly for campaign. I mean I guess I like it because you get more of an offensive guard while Embiid's out. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. Patrick Beverly looked great in Philly. Like, everything seemed yeah, cool. Yeah, right. Like, he seemed to love Philly, too. But now, you know, now he's just on social media telling Cameron Payne to take his physical so that he can fucking play <laughs> for the Bucks. Which I guess I need the Bucks. I see it for the Bucks because they need some toughness. They do. They do. I, I don't know. The, the Bucks. we're just not going to spend too much time on them this episode. But the big Bucks. trade, the Mavericks get P.J. Washington. I think that's huge. Which I really love. Because um, is P.J. Washington this big, great player? Not that we've seen yet. I mean, he's also on the Hornets where he hasn't Right. And I don't think to he do needs anything. to be, though. Yeah. I think he just needs to be a running mate with Luka and, and Kyrie. I, just and somebody that will roll to the rim, get their little midi, play the game right. Yeah. And just, I think he's just a better version of what Christian Wood could have been. The Mavs, they also got Gafford as well. And Good I love backup center. One of the best backups in the league. In this team opinion. that they have, you know, with, with, if Hard, they back him up with Hardaway, you know, Kyrie, Luka, you know, P.J. Watt. I don't know why I said Hardaway first, but P.J. Washington. Um, they got Lively. He's probably going to win six man of the year. Lively right? and Gafford is your center uh, duo. They have a team here. And they could, I'm not going to say lucky, but, like, if Luka goes off in the playoffs and Kyrie just gives you 25 a game, this is going to get very spooky in the West. And I love that the Mavericks are, like, doing what they got to do. Um, another trade, the Raptors um, trade Dennis Schroeder to the Nets, which I love for the Nets. You know what I don't, yeah, I do like that. Uh, you know what I don't get? The Raptors, once I go through the Raptors trades real quick, all of them. Or it's, just, it's not in order. Yeah, it's not Okay, all right. So just keep going through close. them. Keep yeah. going through them. Um, I'll bring it up in a second. The Mavericks, they get Gafford, as I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Knicks, they get Bojan, or Bojan and Alec Burks. Um, they gave up Quentin Grimes. You know, thank you for everything. Um, yeah, I still got love for you, Quentin. I've been pi- saying that. The, this trade was funny because um, the Pistons. They, oh, yeah, this. So the Sixers, they trade, well, they trade the Daniel House in a second to the Pistons for unknown. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> like, what is good with some of these trades, bro? What is that? When, what do you mean unknown? Like, they, did they just not report what they got? Was it nothing? Did they just say, I saw that and I was like, excuse me? Here's house in a second. Like, are the set, like, what are the 76ers even planning? Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Thunder get Gordon Hayward, which That's I think cool. it's a cool veteran presence. He's been. I, Woj never put out what it was for. But. What he get? What they traded him? For. Gordon Hayward. They traded. For oh, him. Trey Mann, Burton. Okay, because I never saw. Uh, Woj never eventually put it out. And I'm sitting here like, oh wait, so what? Trey Burke, who? Trey Trey Burke. I mean Trey. <laughs> my bad. Trey Mann and Trey Mann, Burton, some random guy. Oh, Milicic. Okay, yeah. yeah. So those are three guys that weren't playing anyway. Man was kind of playing, but those are three guys that weren't even playing yeah. really. So yeah, you bring a veteran for the for Thunder. Yeah, it's cool. Um, you know, because he's been he was on the Celtics, and they flirted. They were in the conference finals. They flirted with I mean, even in Utah. He was a playoff yeah. team then. No, he wasn't. 
They went to the playoffs once. Not with him. No? They, they didn't go till after him, I believe. He sucks. I don't think they got Mitchell till the year he left. Yeah, he left and then Mitchell, they drafted Mitchell the same summer. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. He's probably like... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you are like... right. Because, yeah, they kept just missing out on the playoffs. Yeah. And then, yeah, they drafted Because I remember, like, the last year that they had Gordon up. Hayward was the year that Kobe, Kobe Bryant... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know um, they didn't make it the last year, but I thought um, they made it the year before. The Raptors, they... And the, I think this is what you're talking about. They trade Kira Lewis Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and a 2024 first. The first... Which is the worst They're of the... For, for the but it's for the, Kelly, right? Yeah, but it's the worst of the Clippers. I don't give a fuck. Play. You're a rebuild... At this point, yeah, you're not re... Are they rebuilding? Who the fuck knows? They should be, though. I think, like, they just... They're doing crack up there in, in the booth in Toronto. I feel like they need to retool, rebuild, and get something. Because the team they have now isn't good enough to win. So why are you trading first? Well, I think, like... For what? Kelly Olynyk, a guy who should be on a championship team. A guy who will give you good... Twelve minutes off your bench. The thing, uh, I think, what they did is they just fucked up, and they're just trying to do whatever they can. I don't. The thing really is, though, I didn't think they. I don't think they fucked up. No, they, they got did a lot because, of really good pieces. No, because here's the thing: they let go of Siakam too late because they didn't get a well, package yeah. back for that. Of course, Fred Van Leet, they got nothing for. They let him go to right to free agency. Gary Trent, they signed him to an extension when they could have gotten everything in the world for Gary Trent. Um, who who else did they have there? Like, I don't you, think they you, signed Gary Trent to extension. They no, gave, they did. They, he, he, yeah, he, he picked has, up his player option. No, no, he has. He but the extension that he got for Why that did player he get option. Ex- I don't remember him getting an extension. Um, anyway, you know they fucking the the OG. They wanted several draft picks, but they ended up with you know quickly an RJ Barrett's a good return, but it's not the return that they necessarily wanted. Well, what they wanted for the longest was way too much for everyone. Yeah, and then so, they, now um, they're now they're ending up with this roster that has lost so many games since that trade. <laughs> it's actually ridiculous. But to think. The, I, but that's why I think they should fucking rebuild and keep the amount of picks they have. Yeah. That trade is a trade that a winning franchise would make. Yeah. You're not a winning franchise right now. Yeah, because getting Olenek and even Ochai, that that yeah. those are two pieces at the end of your bench that could really right. Like, like that's I something if the Celtics did that, I've been like, whoa, yeah, brother. yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent. Like, but yeah. instead. A team that's not even going to make a playing spot this year is making yeah. those moves. Like, you want to keep the picks you have and then use them to either get good young talent or eventually use that extra pick in a, in a trade that's going to get yeah. you somebody big to make you a playoff contender. I don't. I just don't get that move. It's, it's just something that is just annoying because yeah. it's like, makes sense. This is at the beginning of this year. Yeah. We were sitting here like, are they... Trying to be a good team or a bad team, I'm still wondering that. And they've traded their half their team, and I'm still wondering. I think ever since they lucked into Kawhi and won the championship, they just don't know. They just don't know what the fuck they want. Well, to guess do. what, guys? You don't have Kawhi <laughs> Leonard anymore. You had him for one year. That was five years ago. Get over yourself. But the 76ers, they made, uh, honestly, this might be my favorite trade. Um, doesn't win them the trade deadline, in my opinion. Um, but I I love the Buddy Heald acquisition. I, I love it. I love it. Buddy Heald going to some... I'm not saying the Pacers aren't important, but his role was very diminishing. Yeah, because the younger guys are coming up. You know, yeah. Matherin and Bruce Brown. But going to like, the 76ers where it's going to be... Big time. I think he does good in big time situations. I think so too. And to, for him to go there, especially at a time when Joel Embiid is down and they're gonna, he's gonna be relied on heavily, and we're I think we're we're gonna start seeing that tonight. Um, I love it, and they didn't give up anything for it. Marcus Morris, who the Pacers just traded away for whatever. I don't even know where he is anymore. Um, Cork Maz, who doesn't who gives a fuck about him, and then three second round picks. 
Yeah. Who gives a fuck Seconds about Seconds are getting picks? fucking thrown around left and right. Remember last year's no, trade? No, not, not, nothing like last year. Second last, round picks. But, but, but this yeah, last year. This team trades five seconds. This team trades five seconds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was going on? Seconds are just like fucking throwing in a few extra cents in on something, bro. That's Man. all it is. The Timberwolves, for whatever reason, get Monty Morris. Um, Clippers, they get Xavier. Or the Celtics get I Xavier think this is a great pickup. As yeah. just getting another backup big to really yeah, I help said that. out. I said that yeah. at the beginning of the year. I said the Celtics, what they need is they need yeah. insurance Xavier for Tillman, that's KP a good pickup. Just to sit on your bench in case something happens. Yeah. Um, Pistons, they, they get Simone Fontecchio. Yeah. That's how you pronounce it? Fontecchio. I love him. I think he's a great player. I think, like, down the road, like, I think the, the Pistons are... Yeah. The Pistons are putting together, like, this this nice group of just okay to good players. You still think they're, uh... No, leave me alone. <laughs> I know exactly what Matt's going to say. Um, and that that was basically it. Um, not the best trade deadline, but, you know, I think... It's a humbling trade deadline. Yeah. It gets our, you know, expectations back on where they should be. And we talked about our winner. I want to open up the loser conversation. I think I know your loser is Chicago, right? Yes. My loser is going to be the Lakers. See, the reason why I don't think they're the loser is because... Been with you? No, not at all. Because they've been, they've, been, <laughs> they've been real injured. Like, yeah. their whole team has been injured at some point this year. And I think if getting this team, which the roster is starting to get really healthy, get this team healthy and we will actually start to see this team actually play just, like they're supposed to be. I just think DeJounte was on a platter for you guys. See, so this is the reason why I'm not on DeJounte. The like the train for him to come to us because the Lakers this year have been one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league. D'Angelo Russell's the ex- one of the exceptions on our team. D'Angelo Russell has been actually great from three this year. But you're you're and gonna, we're gonna get rid of him. You're, and hang, you're hanging on to this hope that D'Angelo Prince Russell, is our only three point. But shooter. you're gonna hang on to this hope that D'Angelo Russell's gonna carry that into the playoffs, which he's we've like never seen, never been we've able never to seen do ever. Dejounte Murray do anything either. Yeah, though. but I think like what what you, I mean, yeah, does this team shoot good? And no. also, I think this team, I think I think the front office is realizing, all right, LeBron is with us one more year after this one, and then it's done. Yeah. So we can't be giving up any more firsts than we need to. We well, can't be thing. giving up any more future assets than we need to. And I'm on the other side of that. I, I I think as long as you have LeBron and Anthony Davis, you have a chance against anybody. You go for it every single year you have them. And as bad as they've been this year... I think this front year, office has really given up on the aspiration of winning a championship with them, too. And I just don't see how. I don't see why. Because I mean, I every get year they build a LeBron, team and then LeBron, these guys get injured. LeBron is old. LeBron isn't able to carry your team anymore, even though he is putting up good numbers still. But they're more empty than they've ever been. His, he doesn't assist um, anymore, really. I just think as long as you have those two, you have at least the experience of LeBron going into the playoffs, still giving you 20 and you know eight assists, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to say about that. And AD, if he's healthy and on the floor, which he's been most of the year, he's a top player in this game. Just because the Lakers ain't winning does not take that away from Anthony Davis. He's still having a solid year. Yeah, he is. And but I think these guys get hurt that. at the worst moments. Especially they tried, bro. When the, when the, when what the else tra- do we do? When the tra- but this trade, when, when you're talking about for DeJounte, and, and it's literally only D'Angelo Russell, Rui, and a first for DeJounte, I'm taking that every time. Uh, do we know that's what it was? No. That's what, that was the proposed trade that the Lakers when? didn't want to do. When, did, when was that ever said? That was the report. Because what I was hearing was from Woj and Shams is that 
the Hawks were from every all the teams in the league was uh, the Hawks were asking way too much for Dejounte. I didn't see any specific trade once. I said like I saw that specific trade like when okay. they were coming down to it. Like after the trade deadline was over, they said this was a scenario that the Lakers were looking into. They that's just another a, one piece off the board for us. I would have I would have just taken that fucking trade, man. Dejounte. I don't young. think Dejounte ch- puts us over the hump like that. I. I, I don't know if, if this is just me because I'm big on DeJounte, you know, week two that we're fucking talking about this. Yeah, right. But, like, I just think he would fit and the, I'm big on DeJounte, too, fit, but I don't think he would put us over the hump for enough for us to give up more future assets. I'm right. Good on and I just, I, I think that it would be worth it because if you're going to sit here and say, okay, well, the Lakers three-point shooting is suffering and we only got D'Angelo Russell. Okay, buy D'Angelo Russell. Fuck that. Why do I want D'Angelo Russell carrying my shooting? Let's change the play style of the team to attack the inside, to hit middies, to hit your occasional three. That's just and no, DeJounte Murray fits that. So play then style every so team perfectly. is gonna play three to two against us, bro. Every team in this league can shoot better than us. So we're just gonna Harper in on that and let DeJou- them make threes while we only shoot. DeJounte is a much better defender than D'Angelo Russell. You just not this into year. That. Much better defender than not this Russell. year. Much better defender. No, than the fuck, he's not. I don't have the stats to support this. No, right now. he is a negative defender this year, bro. I promise you, he isn't. They both are. Whether he is or isn't, he's better than D'Angelo Russell. Not, not enough to where I'm trading that. I would. I'm good on I, that. I, I, we'll see. We'll, I, I, but also, I'm good on the LeBron experiment on its own. I think this summer, like I said, this team should get broken the fuck up. I knew that wasn't going to be a trade deadline thing. LeBron James to the Knicks would have been nuts. <laughs> I, those rumors were just ridiculous, and he shut them down so quick. I feel like the Knicks were like kind of in on that because we ended up with Bojan, yeah. and I feel like that maybe have, was meant for LeBron. I don't know, but but I just so over it, and I just want us to not have a LeBron aura around us anymore. I appreciate what you did for our franchise. You got us another ring. You you took the scoring title while you were on this team. You did a lot. I'm good on it now, though, bro. It is what it is. I'm good on AD. I love AD. But I'm good on him constantly, you know, not showing up when we need him the most. You guys were so close to getting Kawhi. Boy, how much that... that that's a good what-if scenario. And then all three of them would have been injured at one point, and I would have been even more pissed. I think Kawhi would have been more eager to be on the court with LeBron and AD. I think they would have won another ring, at least. They would have won two. Maybe. That would have been nuts, though. Those three? Yeah. That would have been ridiculous. Because you guys were close. Oh, yeah. Close. If 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 uh the Clippers don't get the Paul George trade done... Yeah. He's a late, <laughs> which is great. I was so nervous for that because I was like, "Bro, like, come on, we just recovered from the KD shit, bro. <laughs> like, we're about to go right back into it with probably like those three. I would probably have taken over that that Golden State Warriors core, depending on what was around him. But like that, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's that's legitimately three top five hands down players. Whereas Clay yeah, because well, because they would have Kawhi, yeah. they had LeBron. They had AD. They still would have had Kuzma. Still would have had KCP. <laughs> Didn't they bring in Montrezl Harrell and Lou Will on some bullshit yeah. contracts? Yeah. That like, bro, like I, I think it could have. I, I think that still they, you would guys have would have gotten crazy. so much people on bullshit con- contracts trying to get a fucking ring with those three. Yeah, bro. That was a time. Um, that was a time. Let's talk about top five teams. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. All right, cool. So, I mean, I got Boston at number one still just because, you know, best team in the league record-wise. 
even though their pieces are real weird. Sometimes Derek White's really just the best player on the team, and it's weird. But um, I feel like I have a weird feeling they're going to end up with Grant Williams again. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. <laughs> Celtics culture. Fuck it. Um, number two, I got Clippers. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, they're not the best record in the West or anything like that. But I just, man, Kawhi is, Kawhi's playing like Kawhi, bro. And I like it. And I just think this team could really do something. Harden has been stepping up. So I'm I'm cool with it. I got Minnesota next. Just because every time I feel like the Thunder really pushes, Minnesota just takes it back. Yeah. And that, I think, yeah, this is interesting. This top four that we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I think, um, I think Ant, I think Cat, they're just doing their thing. Still one of the best defensive teams in the league, you know. It is what it is. They're just rocking, yeah, chilling. Number four, I got OKC. Still my favorite team in the league to watch, more or less. Shea's just that fucking dog. All the pieces around him, killing it. I think Gordon Hayward's a great veteran piece off the bench. He is, doesn't demand the ball. He's a good mid-range shooter. will hit a three when he needs to. I think that's good for him. And then I got Denver, number five. I really want to put Knicks. Really did. But it's just their injury. They're real injured right now. So I can't do it yet. When they get their pieces back, I'll be happy to put them back in. They're just really fucking injured right now. And so I got Denver right now. You know, they're they're still up in that top three, four of the West. And so, you know, they're still doing their thing. So that's my five. Fire. So... You know, similar. We got the first four teams a little bit jumbled at three and four, but I got the Celtics number one, man. Mm-hmm. That's probably the first week I have them at number one. But it's like at this it's point, they got they're the first team to forty wins. They're twenty five and three at home. Um, you know, like the it's it's actually like their point differential is like almost ten points. Um, yeah, they're they're bugging. They've won eight out of their last ten. They're not slowing down. They're just doing. I mean, I think. Realistically, the real test is obviously in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they it doesn't even fucking matter what happens in regular season. They just need that first seed. They got that basically almost locked up. Um, so that's that's first. Um, second, I got the Clippers as well. Um, good, 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 good. I think, you know, as long as they can stay healthy, I mean, this is always the talk with the Clippers. But it seems like Kawhi, the difference is that it seems like Kawhi wants it again. Yeah, he's hungry, bro. I think this year, more than any other year, you can see that Kawhi is hungry. And I don't mean any other year in his career. I mean any other year he's been a Clipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that makes them (laughs) dangerous as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it adds a whole other layer to these playoffs because we know who Kawhi is in that play. He's probably... Yeah, the last few years, whenever he did play... Which wasn't off. He was basically unbeatable. No, 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 no. I'm saying whenever he did play, he didn't look hungry. The last few years... He just looked like he was out on the floor, and he was just being yep. a, a player. But he wasn't Kawhi right. Leonard. Like yeah. this year, he's been Kawhi fucking Leonard, and I, I think he's you know really yeah. putting it over for him, bro. Um, you know the Paul George. You know he's doing all right. You know up and down. Started the year really hot, but he's real up and down, especially ever since. James Harden's been taking a bigger role on the team. And James Harden, yeah, man, he, he's holding it down. Um, I think, you know, I was a little nervous when he came in the press conference and said, I am the system, but, like, he's literally He humbled playing, himself real fucking He's play. literally playing the same ball that he played in 76ers, but, like, a little bit more efficient, which yeah. I fuck with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Russell Westbrook is probably 
I would hope, in contention for sixth man of the year. And it's not through his points per game. It's literally through everything that he does. Being one of the best defensive players in the I league. Think, I, think, I think that should just. I think it goes to Tim Hardaway Jr., bro. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think it goes. Yeah. He's averaging he's like eighteen off the bench. I just he's think, I feel he's like smooth. it goes to him. Yeah. But Russ has definitely got to be in the convo just because he does everything, bro. Yeah, he does everything. And just straight up, just the guy that Russell Westbrook has, <laughs> like his character development has just been so nice. Oh yeah, his story yeah. is crazy, bro. Yeah, but he's got to finish that shit. And get now number three, I got the Thunder. Okay. Now the reason why I'm putting them up above the Wolves, who I have at four, I fully get it. Is because the Thunder made a move at the trade deadline. Okay. I think the Wolves should have definitely gotten an actual, not a point what they guard. got, but yeah. like an actual starting point guard to put in there. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I don't, I don't Shit, think. they could have went and got DeJounte. Do I, do I think they can win a playoff series? Yes. But do I also, like the probability that they can get upset as The thing as is well? too though, yeah, if they were to go into the playoffs right now, they're facing the fucking Mavs. Either, so, someone <laughs> that's either the Pelicans, the Mavs, or the Lakers. Because I don't who who's gonna expect the Jazz to make noise? Hey, Golden even the State, Warriors could like think. get up there yeah, and but get I, in. But I think they would smack Golden State. But yeah, the Warriors. I mean, the Mavs, the Lakers, or the Pelicans are gonna be a tough, tough matchup. Honestly, bro, what's crazy? We and we've been talking about this all fucking year. And then after year, that, bro. it'd be the Nuggets or the Suns, bro. We've been talking about this all year, bro. One through like twelve in the in the West is crazy. And nice. then next, and but that's like with the Grizzlies not having John Moran. The Grizzlies were good this year because they had all the pieces. <laughs> it would be thirteen. One through Yo, thirteen gonna, is good. The Grizzlies good, bro. are going to get a top draft pick with all the talent that they got right now. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> Which is nuts. Um, as long as they have their pick. But I, I really I really thought the Timberwolves should have addressed that further. <laughs> yeah, that's I, true. I don't trust Mike Conley as your starting point guard going into the playoffs. I mean, I, do I love Ant? Yes. Do I love the year that Rudy Gobert and Cat like that they're having? Yes. This is this is what I envisioned when I was arguing with you guys when I said to ease up on this team a little bit. Yeah, yeah. This because yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what I envisioned yeah. happening. I, I envisioned, but I thought it, but I just have, didn't think it was going to work. Yeah, and I, I didn't think they were going to get to this point. And I thought they'd have a point. I mean, shit. If D'Angelo Russell was still there, I would love it. Any anything that's not Mike Conley, and I get it. Mike Conley's being efficient this year, but I just don't trust it longevity wise. Um, so I I got them for. Um, and number five, I got the Cavs. Okay. I was going to have the Knicks, but you made a good argument. I'm not going to be a full homer. I've said what I wanted to say about the Knicks this episode. Um, they are pretty injured right now. Um, the Nuggets, something just doesn't seem right to me about them this year. I don't know what that is yet. Maybe they they're can, coasting, like, bro. That's what, that's but what the I'm thing saying. is, they're, they're coasting at the third seed. But basically first seed. They're half game out the first yeah, seed. Yeah, they're coasting. Um, terrible on the road, but like I yeah. don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still, listen, I love the Nuggets, love the Suns. I think that 4-5 or five would be terrible for either one of those teams to have that as their first-round matchup. Um, but I got the Cavs, and the reason why I have the Cavs, um, I mean, obviously winning They're on the last the 16. the best stretch right yeah, now. Yeah, winning 16 out of your last 17 games will help. Um, but I think this team is a basketball team. It's a good team. And now that it's all healthy. Yes, and you see it. And they weren't even healthy through this stretch. And no, yeah, I get it. The they stretch, only got healthy over the last like five games. And this stretch hasn't been against the best teams in the NBA. But when you t- what winning does to teams at this it point of the season. At this point, yeah. yeah and you're yeah, talking yeah. about they got they got the the high like the Lakers, bro. Last year they yeah. started winning real late into the season and, and carried they ended over into the, the playoffs. Conference finals. Yeah. 
And so that then, shit could happen for with this the Cavs. Team. They have the team, like they have the high IQ point guard that can 100%. also get you some buckets and Garland. They got their superstar player that's an actual superstar in Donovan Mitchell. They have Evan Mobley at the four, who is a great. Like on One both of the best sides defenders of the ball. in the league. He can either be the best defensive player in the game or he can also be the best offensive player in the game if no Donovan sure. Mitchell has a bad night. And then you got Jared not, Allen. Not the best offense. Jared Allen, I just hope the lights aren't too bright for you this year. Yeah, because that's still the craziest <laughs> quote in the But NBA Jared history. Allen is still a top center in this game. <laughs> and they have a, a great selection of death um, off their bench. And yeah, you still got Karis LeVert, who I thought was going to get moved at the deadline. And right now, I... Wasn't. With the Embiid injury, with the Knicks injuries, got Max with the Bucks just not knowing what the fuck is going on with the Bucks, you got Giannis walking off the court. Giannis seems like Giannis don't like Doc Rivers, which I'm happy about. Which but is, then what? Are you going to get another coach? Doc What's Rivers. What's happening? Doc Rivers. It seems like he's already waving the white flag in his conferences. Like, oh, I mean, I would have wished this on anybody. Or like, like just shit, like saying shit like that just means that you have no expectation for yourself yeah, this like, year, bro. I don't get it. I don't like it. I and don't it's like crazy him. because Dame's about to be a thirty-five-year-old man soon. So like, it's kind of like it has to be this year. It has to be. And Giannis is getting to that point where you can kind of see you don't even like being in Milwaukee. Period. He kind of just yo. I, there's a real possibility where it don't matter that they got Dame. If they don't make it out of the second round this year, I could easily see Giannis would, just wanting to split. That would break my heart so bad for Dame. Imagine you His finally one chance. you finally get out of Portland and you don't and then, win. And then but, but also, that says something about Dame, though. Bro, everyone of his teammates other than fucking CJ McCollum left this motherfucker. LaMarcus Aldridge, Nick Batum, Wesley Matthews. They were all with him. But Wesley Matthews... They, okay, Wesley Matthews get, did but, not. I know, but listen. But, but Wesley Matthews left, left his ass. But Wesley Matthews left to get overpaid. Yes. Nick Batum left to get severely overpaid. And Marcus Aldridge, I mean, I just... I think what he realized, what Dame should have realized, that like this team is not going to put together a championship team. I'm out. All right, but if Giannis were to leave... I don't think that's... I, I don't know, bro, bro. I don't think this says anything about Dame. I think it could. Bro, they fired their... Fu- they could. fired their coach mid-year. Second I think seed. it could. They're second and they're firing their coach for Doc fucking Rivers, man. I'd fucking leave too. <laughs> I would have left that day. I don't know. I don't, I don't care what it would have done to my career. I'm out. Like, what are we doing? I don't know, bro. I think I think Adrian Griffin was right, bro. You saw the low light reel of Thanasis Antetokounmpo. I think he was right to want him out. Giannis was just being a crybaby, bro. Yeah, no. I think Thanasis is ass. He's top five worst players. I got to see him on the next right man. Now. Oh, yeah. Top five players, and I want to give a very, very huge shout out to number one. And I'm just like, I'm starting to, I'm starting to buy into Luca Magic, man. Like fully, fully buy into Luca Magic. Okay. And here's the one stat. Sin would be tight if he was here right now. I saw this one stat, and this is, the, well, Sin can say what he want about Luca not being great, but he is great. And here's what I say. See, but this is the thing, Sin be like, no, there's no shame. Got way too much love for him to, for this to be shame. <laughs> uh, when he hears us say great, think he's thinking great it like one of the greats. When we say Luca's great for his competition in the league yeah. right now and how he has produced, he is a great player. But I also think that he is a great. 
And, and that, that could be a stretch. Not yet, just because he doesn't have accolades. Right, but, but I mean, like, obviously, can he get injured and not be the same ever again? That can happen to anybody. Can he, like, just randomly start being bad? Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. Like, he's fucking amazing. And he's had some severe injuries already that he's come back from as if it never happened. Right. And he had a, a one of the best seasons ever that he didn't get MVP for, but he had one of the best seasons ever off of straight beer and being fat, bro. <laughs> I believe, like, th- this guy is great, man. <laughs> and one stat that I they had... build him different over there, man. <laughs> in his first thir- 370 games in the NBA, we're going to compare him to LeBron. Holy shit. Look, holy shit, 370 This games. was LeBron on the Cavs with no <coughs> talent around him. Luka has more points, more rebounds, more assists, a better field goal percentage, a better three-point percentage, and a better field, uh, free throw percentage through the first 370 games. Points is only by, like, 400 points. Rebounds is only by, like, 600 rebounds. Um, assists is only by 500 assists. And the field goal is by 0.3, three points by, you know, 2%, whatever. But Luka is already on pace to if he has as long of a career as LeBron, which I don't think will happen because he already has a lot He's of miles. He's not on pace. He's not on pace to do what you're about to say. Because he's had injuries that LeBron didn't have at that point. No, right. And that's so fair. LeBron, if Kaluka has 20 years of playtime, he won't is, reach that I'm because... Not, I'm not going to say what you thought I was going to say. Or, 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 Can he be say? better than LeBron? No. I don't, no, that's not what that, you said. Break, you're going to break the scoring record. No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. I just think like that stat alone, like he's on pace to definitely be... An all-time great. Like I'm talking okay. top five. If accolades are included, because at yes. some point he's either going to leave Dallas or they're going to like they're doing right or now, or he could just be great his whole career team. and be a Charles Barkley because he doesn't get any rings. That would be rough. That would be, rough. but I don't. And the and reason then you couldn't be a top I will player. bet my bottom dollar that Luca will at least get one ring just because of what I saw when well, he had that still trash put him team in a top him. five though. One ring can't put you in a top five, not with the people who are in a yeah, top five. But I think he wins three. If he can, if if Luca wins three rings, yeah. and ends up with thirty thousand points, yeah. eight thousand rebounds, we ten thousand assists, we yeah, can't forget top five of them. Top five. We can't forget like some of these greats, like LeBron didn't win his first ring till so he was twenty seven. Yeah, KD didn't win his first ring till whatever. Steph like didn't win his first ring till whatever. I mean, Kobe, you know, got blessed that that he won a ring so early. Yeah, won three um, rings so early. But, but, I mean, shit, Kobe still didn't win until four years in, though. Right. So, I mean... But he didn't win his rings rings, the one that everyone, like, that propelled him to GOAT status till <laughs> after he was 30. So, right. or, like, right before, you know, during. Um, so, I, I don't know. I got a lot of love for Luka. He's hell really... Yeah, hell yeah, Luka number one. He's, he's doing his... Not my number thing. one, but he's close. <laughs> he's um, close. And I just think this year, I think the Mavs are going to do some spicy things in the playoffs. Do I think... That they can go to the finals. I think they absolutely can. I mean, I think, you know, it'd be tough if they go up against, like, the Nuggets or some, you know, complete team like that. But we're talking about the number one seed being, as it stands, it's it's the Timberwolves and the... Okay, so your your standings are a little bit different than mine. But with the Timberwolves and OKC being... Because um, it's showing uh, Timberwolves and OKC one and two for me. Um, but with those two teams being one and two, those are beatable teams because of their experience. And, you know, Nuggets, Clippers, we, we just don't know what's going to happen. So, I like Luka. I like the Mavs. Number two, I got SGA. Um, I think I'm still high on the, on the Thunder. I, I still love SGA. I still hope that he, you know, I think he's number well, two. Well, Clippers got that win right before we started. That's why. Oh, okay. You just haven't refreshed your shit. That's all. Oh, damn, I refreshed that page in hours. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, Shea. Love Shea. Number three is Jokic. Um, you said Shea number two? So. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jokic number three just because... You got the same top three, just different order. Yeah. Uh, Jokic number three. I mean, he's number one on the MVP ladder because of his stats. He's not going anywhere. Number four... Which, realistically, with Embiid not getting it because he won't hit the games, I don't think Jokic should win it this year. I, I he's really, had, he had a He had a really rough stretch for like a perfect, good month. This is like the perfect year Luka for... Luka or Shea could Luka get it this year, Luka or Shea bro. to go get it, bro. Luka or Shea should get it. Give it. I agree. Luka's at eighth seed right now. But, but one point I did want to make real quick is that in the East, from the first seed to the third seed, is six and a half games back. In the West, first seed to eighth seed is six and a half games back. <laughs> so the competition in the and West... The Mavs are somehow in the eighth seed. Yeah, the Mavs are an eighth seed in the West. But if they were in the East, they'd be a five seed. Like, it's just like... And then the game is back. It's just, so Luka, yeah, he's an eighth seed. But that team is a lot better than an eighth seed. But all the teams in the West are better than an AC that yeah. are competing. So it's just like. But when it comes to Jokic, I, I could bro, see I could see Luka still getting that MVP, but I think it would probably go to Shea low key. Yeah, and like Jokic, man, <laughs> like something has to be said about this stretch of fucking four years, five, whatever. Oh that yeah, is, bro. Know. Yeah, it's um, to win the championship too when no one really expected that. Two either. rings. Or two MVPs, oh, so wait. No, two MVPs, <laughs> then the ring after the. And MVP. he could have he could have easily been contending for a fourth straight MVP this year. Yeah. Which is nuts to me. Yeah, because if he won last year, um, which he was a couple votes off from winning last year. And if Jokic year, goes in and wins the championship this year, his legacy oh yeah, is if, if fucking That would be back-to-back rings, three, three MVPs, four MVPs. In, four, in four years. Like, yeah, that would be crazy. A center that <laughs> averages eight assists a game. Like, yo, crazy. yo, if he wins MVP this year and wins a ring this year, he... Even one or the other, he's man. Top, like he's top fifteen. Even already, if he gets bro. the MVP, in like, and game. I know, I know, y'all are like, bro, he's so early into his career, but that's the point. He's ten years into his career and already doing this type of shit, bro. What if he wins the? If he goes retires? another ten years, bro. Like, what? what if he doesn't? He just retires and goes to still goes, goes down his as horses? still goes down as like a top fifteen player of all time. I don't. But give a fuck. I'm gonna say this now. I I don't have Giannis <laughs> on my list. Just okay. because I've been a little bit disappointed in his attitude. I get it. You don't like Doc Rivers. I don't like him either. And I said I would leave. But, like, at the same time, I don't know. I think you got to be better. you got to be a leader for your team. And you're just not doing that this year. Giannis has been a terrible fucking leader this year. I think I got – I don't think um, – I know. Wait, I wouldn't on. say this whole year. I'd say maybe oh, okay. the last All right. month. All right. I have, that scared me. Um, what, what's that? It said that OG's out for three weeks, which we knew. But okay. they said it was breaking news. I was like, wait, whoa. Out for Sometimes three weeks. I said three months. He uh, was shook. I got Kawhi at number four. Okay. And it's exactly what I told you. Okay. He looks different this year. He looks Toronto. He's right outside of my time. He looks five. he looks San Antonio ish. He looks fucking good. And if he can fucking good. And he's actually playing back to backs and he's actually winning games for the Clippers. I love Kawhi. And number five, gotta give the shout out. I, I had the Cavs at five. I got Donovan Mitchell at five. I got D Mitchell at five as well, man. D Mitch has been going on a run. He's just been letting up forty point games out of nowhere back to back. Don't matter. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm up. Yeah. I got Shea at number one. Shea is really turning into <laughs> my ultimate, like, favorite player in the league, bro. It's just, he's just so good, bro. He just does what he needs to do. He doesn't do anything extra. His IQ for being where he is in his career 
is already so good. His score and, and is And that's what I'm saying. So like, when people argue with me, like, do I think the Thunder are inexperienced? A little? 100% just because they're a bunch of young guys. But my thing is that they said that, and before this Gordon Hayward trade, obviously, they said that the Thunder don't have veterans. Shea is a veteran. Yeah, bro. He's been in the league He's for been in the league a for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like... like yeah, he's not he's not a traditional veteran, but he's got playoff experience. He played with Chris Paul. Don't forget about that. He was on he was in the league before Kawhi and Paul George were even on the Clippers. So that that's been a minute now, bro. That's been since twenty nineteen. So like that's six years now at this point. And all bro, these or guys, five years now at this point. All we need these to guys get over that. grew up in this system together. Yeah, too. yeah. 100%. So it's not like it's just a whole bunch of random shit. It's like yeah. all these guys have this It's not love, like they just push pieces together love, right now. camaraderie, and tennis. Yeah. And you can see that. They're contending this for the This team is season. playing for each other. Yeah. These guys are out there playing for each other. And, bro, they're... Just, no, never mind. They're, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never, never mind. Whoa. Go ahead. We know what Josh Giddy playing for. Anyway, <laughs> he wasn't going to say... Anyway. um, No, I, I... Bro, Shea, the Thunder, all in all, bro. They're going to be my favorite team... Other than the Lakers for years to come. Obviously, it's Lakers number one over anything. And then it's, you know, Thunder. Yeah. Thunder has always been my second favorite team. Even way back to just KD, Russ, and Harden type shit. Um, number two, of course. Of course, I got Luka. Also one of my favorite players. Don't give a fuck what Sensei. He a op when it comes to Luka. <laughs> Luka's just one of the my favorite players. Like he said, given I was giving him back like a little pushback on it just because, you know, it's a debate show at the end of the day. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like Luka or Jokic could easily both go down as top 10 players of all time. Yeah. And that runs me right into my next guy. Jokic. Cool. Yeah, we've heard, we, we were just talking about it. Jokic has been on a historic run these last few years. If he continues it. He's coasting and still averaging 26, 11, and 8. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. Like, what are we talking about? Coasting, bro? coasting. Um, and so I still got, I still got Giannis at four. Yeah, because at the end of the day, oh, he's still averaging thirty. He's still averaging 11. thirty-one, eleven, and like six or some shit. Yeah. Like he's still I think doing if, if Giannis the Bucks, things. He's if, still on defense. Going if the Bucks off. have a good rest of the season, he could very well end up being our MVP. Yeah, hundred percent. But I, just, he needs a better attitude. Hundred percent. And so yeah, at the end, number five, I also got D Mitch just because. Y'all know, if y'all been watching this for a bit, y'all know I'm a D-Mitch fan, and I fought for him on this, Me, on this fucking I team, just, I wanna this be, shit. Like, I want to be a D-Mitch fan, but he screws me in bets, screws me when I got confidence in him, and well, overall, fuck the Jazz, I'm just glad he's not in Utah. Grow anymore. up. No. <laughs> what is your best trade of all time? Bro, I think this is really easy. I think this might be just the best trade ever to go down in the history. Of sports? Of sports. Well, of basketball. I'm not going to say gonna sports. Say I'm not going to say sports. Because then we could talk about, like, Boston giving up Babe Ruth type shit, you know? You know, like, like <laughs> what are we talking about? For, like, 10,000. Yeah, like, what are we talking about? Ones. But I think it's the Los Angeles Lakers going out and trading Vladi Divac for the 13th overall pick of the 1996 draft, which ended up being... The one, the only, Kobe Bean Bryant, who ended up with five rings, over 33,000 points, 18 all-star selections, defensive or, uh, all defensive teams, all NBA first teams, just the, one of the fucking goats. Best trade of all time. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. What you got? I mean, you know, I there's, <laughs> there's a lot of trades I could pick, um, but I think I'm going to go with... 
the Toronto Raptors getting Kawhi Leonard. And the reason being is because it, like, it, it was such a time, man. Like, they traded for Kawhi. He laughed. We all fell in love. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we all fell in love immediately. Like, it was, it was fast. And then he just went to work. And they won a chip. And then he was gone. <laughs> and then he was gone. It was such a, it was such a quick thing that happened. It was literally, this trade got you a championship. And then that's it. And then it was it was gone. You're never gonna get one you again. You can just type point shit. to that as the reason that yeah. they won. Usually it's like, oh, you got to pick all it. This guy did this. Yeah, and this, this thing moment, and that thing and this the, thing. This type of scheme like, over time. No, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi came in, won a chip, left on some stone cold shit. And he that is why, door. like, it, it was it was just a great time to be alive. Man. And you know what's actually funny. Well, you know, before he says oh, what's oh, actually oh, funny, oh, oh. what I think was funny was uh, Kyle Lowry at the championship parade. One more, or like four oh, more yeah, years. Yeah. Four more, and Kawhi's just like... <laughs> and then dips. <laughs> so you know what's actually funny? I've been holding this in. I've been holding this in for shits, years. just shits everywhere. <laughs> I've been holding this in for years because I don't even think this guy remembers saying this blasphemy. But when, oh, yeah, yeah. when Kawhi Leonard, we would always be on PSN talking basketball. I know what you're going to say. When Kawhi Leonard was still on the Spurs and he was going through this whole Overrated. debacle and wasn't getting on the court and this and third, people were saying he's faking it. Some people were saying he was injured. Da, da, da. This guy over here was sitting here saying Kawhi isn't going to lead a team to a championship, is overrated, and just isn't that guy. And I'm like, and I'm fighting for Kawhi. I'm fighting for him. And given I've talked shit on Kawhi many times on this channel. Just because, you know, the last up, few years has been rough. Ended up being my favorite but, player that yeah, ended up being the ended up Kevin Durant. That year, <laughs> ended up going to Toronto. We all loved it that year. Even people, bro, we're out here voting for another country to win a championship. At this point. Like, we, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. We're just like, yo, they're bugging the fuck out over there. And now it's just one of this guy's favorite fucking players of all time. And it's just, it's funny how shit can just change, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, fucking, I'm not, he's a rat. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna fucking deny it. I'm a big old rat. I didn't think you were gonna remember but, that because I've been holding on. No, to I that remember that because I knew moment. I was adamant because I made a big apology when fucking Kawhi ended up winning that champion. I think it was even before he won the championship. I think before. The, oh no, it was yeah. midway through the year. Midway through yeah. the year, you did, yeah. Um. All right. So the 2008 redraft or 2018, not 2008. What happened in 2018? Hold on. <laughs> Maybe this is something we gotta do in the future. 2008, that was the year after KD, because KD was 2007, so that's... Oh, that's D-Rose. D-Rose, uh, Westbrook, um, Surge. redrafting the 2008 draft class, number one. What? That actually might be an yeah, interesting uh, one. Yeah, Westbrook, I said it, haha. <laughs> that might be an interesting one. What was that, Kevin Love too? Yeah, because Westbrook and Kevin Love are on the same team Ibaka, together. U.S. Brooks, Lopez, DeAndre Jordan. Yep, Ibaka, yeah. Gallinari. Oh, this, this gets bad fast. Yeah. Goran Dragic. To oh fuck yeah, Ryan Anderson. We just hit 10. the tenth. Ryan Anderson, <laughs> a tenth overall. No, don't. Ryan Anderson was good, bro. Ryan Anderson was good. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Ryan Anderson was good. He had a fucking a fucking sniper. Well, why were he? Yeah, sniper. In 2K but the reason 13. why we're here is we're gonna redraft the 2018 um, team. We didn't even make a short for the last redraft we did. You gotta get on that. But um, <laughs> there was. Oh fuck! We did do a redraft, right? What, yeah. what we what um, was the one with you, right? I gotta get out. Yeah, whatever. I the one, that was a, we did one. That was the one with um, Thon Maker. No, 
The one with the rocket center. Sangoon. Oh, Sangoon. so yeah, okay, okay. 2021. 18 redrafts. So Yo, this is top five drafts of all time, probably. Bro. I agree. I, I might even push it to top 10, depending on what. Or top three. I was like, you gotta go backwards. Is crazy. I, I might, I might say top three, depending on what happens this year. All right, so wait, wait, wait. If you're gonna say top three, what are the other two? Oh, Kobe's draft class and so Jordan's draft class and eight, not 03? You're going. I mean, given Jordan's I, had bro, a key in it, Jordan's draft class is so overrated. It's so top heavy. It's top heavy. As it's fuck. overrated as fuck, man. Because yeah, once you get past like the top four, it's like what Kyle Korver. <laughs> because realistically, okay, you look at it. It produced LeBron. Great. Bosch and Wade, okay, Bosch didn't win until he went with LeBron. D-Wade, okay, that's fine. You can say D-Wade. Mel didn't win a fucking thing. Okay. And he was a great, and that's fine. Well, that's four. After that, you're talking about some... Kyle Korver. <laughs> yeah, like, you're t- like it gets bad after that. And I think for something to be a top draft class, you have to look at it all. Okay, no, I feel you, I feel you. You have I to look at you. it all. So, so who was in the 82, then, if you want to talk about that? I don't fucking know. Okay. Not right now. <laughs> or 84? I don't remember. But I remember being Jordan. a good draft class. No, it is, because Hakeem um, went one... Then some bullshit dude went two, then Jordan went three. Yeah. So the Phoenix Suns were first. And to give some... Yeah, bro. It's just like the first pick is the easiest pick. And bro. yeah, and to give some you know history to this, this probably should have happened. Don't know why it didn't. But it's safe to say Luka is number one for the redraft for the Suns. I was picking, I was picking Kevin Knox. Oh, yeah. Fortnite. Anyway, um, yeah, Luca. <laughs> Remember, we had the Fortnite jacket in that draft. <laughs> no, it's so it's upset. obviously Luca Doncic. We're over here, ten minutes ago, fanboying that he could be a top five, ten player of all time. And I, so, I just yes. really, I really think this was just brainless, and I don't know how they get this wrong. <sighs> Fuck. Um, I mean, was Aiden the wrong pick? Not necessarily. I mean, like he he could have potentially not been the wrong pick. Yeah, I mean, he got they busted. For, he got busted for steroids almost immediately, which I thought was funny. But um, and they also did handle him dog shit, so it's like it is what it is. Yeah, like but. when it when it comes to Luca, they literally hired his former coach. His like when he was playing overseas, they hired his coach. I thought it was set in stone. Yeah, I thought everyone did. Luca to the Suns and just and that is my what if scenario of the day is what if the Suns did draft Luca because they had every chance to imagine Luca with Booker and then eventually KD comes in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one's beating that team. Nobody. Nobody's beating that team. But right, the Kings so we got Luca number one, number two, bro. The Kings. I think I think we agree on this. Shea? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think the Kings have to take the best player available. Yeah. Um, who did they? Who did they take here? For they took Marvin, Marvin Bagley, fucking back, which I, wasn't a bad pick. Well, because they had Fox, they were like, uh This was during the time where the Kings could not turn their draft picks. But also anybody. at this time as well, Shea was coming out of the draft as a two. Yeah. So. So he's you, down. You there. put him yeah. next to you put him as a two next to De'Aaron Fox. You Yo, could, you could see some things. You know two what I'm slashers? saying? Yeah, bro. Dumb that would two, have been ridiculous. Dumb two would have been crazy. So Atlanta at number three. I think they. I think they just get Trey Young. I think they just stay. Yeah. Put, stay pat. Stay. Stay where they are. I think I would agree with that. I, mean, I don't Trae think Young they change. Probably the third best. I don't think they have here. a reason to change. And like, and another thing is, people say that the Hawks fucked up trading Trey Young for Luca. But I want to remind people, even though I just praised Luca, they both have accomplished literally the same thing. Yeah, conference finals. Yeah. The only difference is Luca got four. First team All NBAs, four okay. of them already. All right, yeah, that's, that's four what, of that's them already in six years. Just saying. Um, yeah, trade. Well, this is the sixth year, so it could be five. Three. Um, Grizzlies at four. This actually, I think they no Loki. I think they either stay put or go Michael. Was this before or after Ja? This was before. This right? was before because Ja was the next year, nineteen. Hmm. 
I think yeah. they go Michael, Michael or they go Jaron Jackson. Michael Bridges would have been crazy here. Michael would have broke out sooner as well. You know, I think I'll agree with you. Michael Bridges Michael? on the Grizzlies. Michael yeah. Bridges. Okay, I, I think. And given Jaron Jackson Jr., he's got a Defensive Player of the Year award. So like, he's 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 up there, bro. But yeah, I think you go Michael Bridges. Yeah, and I, I think that was perfect for. And them. you know what I think is perfect next. At five, the Mavericks. this was Dirk's last year. You know who he could prep to being one of the best stretch bigs because he's one of the best stretch bigs? The person who in this draft was touted as the best 3 and D big in the, in the draft. I think you have Jaron Jackson Jr. get drafted by Dallas and Dirk in his last year. I'll agree with that. I'll Mentor agree. him. I yes. think that's perfect for five. That's that good call out. Good shit. Good shit. All right. So, number six, we got Orlando Magic. And I think they take the best player here. I think they go DeAndre Ayton. The yeah. best player yeah, going yeah, into yeah, the draft. Yeah, yeah, I think you still take Ayton. Yeah, I think Ayton goes to the Magic. Especially because they took Bamba. So, they, they were looking for that big. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah the I think Bulls. So, this is probably down to Miles Bridges and Jalen Brunson. Who'd they take this? They took Wendell Carter. They took a big. Um. No, because they took Kobe White the year before, right? And Matt, the Bulls, they didn't they didn't really have much at this point, right? Mm. No. So they're they're kinda going with the best player available. Do we go Jalen Brunson? Do we I go, would I say Miles Bridges. We go Miles Bridges. I mean that seems like a Chicago thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm cool with Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges, okay. So and then, we got Cleveland, who took Kyle, Colin Sexton. So they're looking for a guard. I hate that this is before the Knicks, because I was hoping that he would fall to the Knicks. Because <laughs> yeah, there's I destiny. Think, I, I think I think they take Jalen Brunson I think the Cavs here, take Jalen Brunson, and that would have been ridiculous. <laughs> I think they take Jalen Brunson. <laughs> they, right. got, they got Brunson instead of, instead of him. So then Brunson and D. Mitch next to each other? Oof, because, yeah. I mean, if yeah. they don't take Garland at some point. Um. So then we got the Knicks. We got Knicks at nine, and I think this is what they should have done. What's that? But they didn't end up doing it because people were concerned about his back. Yep, that's who I was going for. Michael I Porter was right Jr. next to him. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, was he? Is he still injury prone today? Decently, I mean, he's been healthy majorly now, but like when he came in the league, it was kind of looking. Yeah, little then, murky he, if he would even have a career. Yeah, then eventually he came out and then he just started shooting. But I think this is what the Knicks should have done instead of was it Mitchell Robinson? Bro, I don't know. Pick? Wait a minute, bro. I don't Wait, know. Who did the Knicks pick at that? They had Kevin Knox. Yeah, instead of Kevin Knox. I don't know. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Anthony Simons is on the board. He went in the second round. Anthony Simons is a dog, bro. I think he's overrated. You're picking Michael Porter Jr. over Anthony Simons? As yeah. Interesting. I mean, because at the or Anthony Simons went in the late. This is this is what was beyond me as a Knicks fan during this time was that we drafted Kevin Knox and what the Knicks should have been doing was taking chances mm-hmm. because we're not high in the draft at all, not expected to get one of the big names, but at this point right here, you take Michael Porter Jr. because everyone's scared of him having a back injury. So fucking what? Draft him. See what you fucking got. You either got a really good player that overcomes that, or you do got one of the... Especially because they had a guy who didn't do shit anyway, so... Kevin Knox. Well, and, like, I think order. we all knew that Kevin... And honestly, no offense to Kevin Knox and your family and everything, I don't think anyone knew that... Like, anyone thought that Kevin Knox was going to be good besides Phil Jackson. Yeah, especially because also, before the college season prior to this draft, Michael Porter Jr. was touted as top two. 
Yeah. Next to yeah, eight, I remember or that. top three next to no, Aiden Luca. No, he was Luka. actually gonna be number one. Yeah, he was touted number was one, and then the back injury one. happened. And I think so. It's just like how people, do you not people forget ch- about that? And how do you not take a chance on that if you're? Yeah, the he was touted next to Luca and Aiden as top three in the draft, and at one point before the injury, number one. Now um, the so, 76ers, okay. they got the process. I think they take Simons. I think that's a good pick for them. That would have been spicy. Okay. That would have been good. Okay. Okay. I think they fumbled the Mike Hall bag badly. Bro, I don't. I, but... His mom worked for the fucking team, bro. <laughs> the, and you know what's crazy? They, bro, it pissed me off so much. They went and drafted Michael Bridges, and then immediately, immediately traded him to the fucking Suns. Uh, and I, I remember making a post like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Could you imagine if they had him, uh, bro? It didn't hey, can make you imagine any sense. if they had him. Bro, he might have been like one of the pieces to push the 76ers Bro. over cuz that's exactly what they needed. Yeah, you have Oh my god, first of all, defensively, you have Ben Simmons, him and Embiid on a team on a fucking starting five and last five together. Holy shit. Um so, right, so you said got... you said who Simons at 10? Yeah, so the Sixers. All I right, mean, so we got Charlotte. Just Simons and Embiid, I think, would have been cool for them at that point if they're not going to get my call. I mean, right. even though they got my call. Yeah, I'm cool with that. So Charlotte at 11, who do we got? Uh, Charlotte at 11. They ended up trading this um, eventually to OKC, um, but it doesn't matter at this point. This is the the Hornets pick. They fucking suck. Um, I, I would say Mitch Wendell. Rob? I would. Mm, well, Mitch Robinson wasn't picked to the second round. So I think if they're taking best available, I think Wendell Carter, I guess, would be it. Bruce Brown. Er, Marvin Bagley. You know what? Marvin Bagley the third. Fuck it. No, Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter? Okay. I'm good on Marvin Bagley, bro. I've been really? Good. I've been, bro, are you kidding me? I've been shit-talking him for two years on this Well, I'm about, one, to, I'm about to make a good point here because the Clippers have two back-to-back picks here. Yeah, they can use Marvin Bagley for one of them. 100%. And I love it because the Clippers had a lot of talent. I think Bagley would have been really good to grow through that system. I don't think he would have, but I'm cool with him going here. Why don't you like him? Because I think he's dog shit. I think he has no I, footwork around the room. I think his soft touch is non-existent. And I think his, he imagine, relies on a midi that he doesn't also have either. But I'm saying imagine if he, he's just a big a, body imagine if he came into the league on a team not the Kings. No, I think he's, I think he would I think have, he's I, just shit. Bro. I disagree, man. I think he's just shit. He's just a big guy, bro. Hurts my brain. Uh, Bro, what's crazy is, too, and I'm shitting on a lot of great-ass big guys in the league, in league history. Bro, sometimes you're just tall, bro. Yeah. Sometimes you're coming into this league just because you have height. You're not actually skilled at the game at all, bro. He was really fucking good in college, man. Yeah, yeah, because he was a big dude. He was, (laughs) bro. You got to remember, if you're a seven footer in college, a lot of these centers on some teams are like six nine. Fair enough. So, like, if you're not a big big in college, he went to Kentucky, bro. I like, propose Bagley and Colin Sexton. Yeah, that's where I was at. That's where okay. I, that's exactly where I was cool. at. Hundred percent. I think that's just two really cool additions for the yeah, Clippers. Yeah, I'm cool. That, with that like honestly, if they did get those two, and you can say what you want about Bagley, I think Bagley he would immediately be on the bench. He would be learning. Um, he would just be in a, on a franchise that wants to win. I think eventually he actually does what he needs to to be a good big in the league. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the Kings. Besides Fox, they couldn't fucking develop anybody. All right, so number fourteen, Nuggets. Nuggets. And they already got Jokic, and it sucks because I want to. I want to draft Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, I don't think you go Mitchell. Um, damn, Kosas was sixtieth pick in this draft. <laughs> you could go Gary Trent or Bruce Brown. Some you know, electric three point shooters. On the Nuggets. Or you could go you know Lonnie Walker, Dante Divincenzo. You know, guys like that. Mo Bamba's still on the board. Um, 
I mean, I don't know where you want to go with this. I think Gary Trent. Gary Trent? Gary yeah. Trent on the Nuggets would have been... The diet Michael Porter Jr.? I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what do we got? <laughs> you running back? Did you put him down? You didn't put him down? <laughs> <laughs> I usually you type them in. When we do I was this. erasing the names instead. I don't know. All right. So, number one pick, we got Luka Doncic, obviously. Number we're, two... We're not going to be able to get through that. We got Shea. You I don't, don't think remember I, him. Number two, we got... Yeah, yeah you're right. I number two, we got Shea. Number three, we got Trey Young. Number four, we got Jaron Jackson. No, we didn't. Or no, yeah. Number five. <laughs> Fuck it. Move on. Move on. Yeah. I want to know, other than, like, a realistic one or, so like, I already know what your dream one would be, but what would, what, give me a couple matchups in the finals you'd want to see, just purely off a of basketball standpoint. This, this year? year? Yes. Like, currently constructed teams right now. Give um, me a couple matchups in the finals you'd want to see, and, like, give me a good reason. I think... Obviously, you can choose the Knicks. Suns and Bucks, one. Rematch, okay. Um, reason being is because I don't like Doc Rivers. KD's going to have another foot on the line. I feel like KD, like this would be big for the legacies of Giannis and KD. Because I don't know what happens in the future of Giannis. I think that his future is completely up in the air 100%. at this point. He's still, you know, um, so relatively. We don't know if he's going to have more chan- chances at a championship. Because we can, know KD doesn't have many. Right. Power. And I think that would be an intense, like, Dame. Giannis, KD, Devin Booker, like fuck it, Bradley Beal. Like I think that I think it would be a, a top yeah, matchup. Yeah, hundred percent. Number two, Knicks Lakers. I said it. I said yeah, it right. way earlier in the year. That's why I said your um, dream one would be. Uh, I think LeBron rematched from the sixties. Le- LeBron <laughs> and who? Like first off, these are two of the top three franchises, money wise, in the league. The third being the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Second. You have the Knicks who are trying to just win it again for the first time in like 70, 80 years, whatever it's been. It's like 50. Yeah, but it feels like 70, 80 years. And then you got LeBron who's always been a fucking pain in the ass on the Knicks side. And I think it would just be fun. Mitchell Robinson versus AD. I think, you know, LeBron trying to stop the Knicks. I, I would just love that. That's, that's my actual dream matchup. And then the other one. I think it would be probably to see good basketball, I guess. Probably Celtics Nuggets. Okay. Because those are probably the right, two right, right. best teams. So, so, for good basketball, mine would be Celtics Clippers. Ooh. And pretty much the Clippers are just a young version of the Celtics. Right. I mean, the Celtics are just a younger version of the there, Clippers, in my opinion. My bro. issue with this question is that there's just... I think I'm this year... Bro. I think I'm gonna be fine with any matchup. Yeah, like yeah. I would love. Like to see I it. said before we start recording, I said there's like six people. Yeah. I can see. I would love to see the Clippers there. Yeah, I would love to see the Wolves. I would love to see the Thunder. Yeah. I, would, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's gonna happen. You know what? My other than like I'm obviously mine. Other two, I would have either Lakers or Knicks, just because for the same reasons you said, or Lakers and Celtics, just because of course every Laker great has beat the Celtics in the finals, other than LeBron so far. Um. And uh, Shaq. Uh, but, you know. I mean, if Jason Tatum didn't, you know, die against the Eagles, right. they probably... But one, my most favorite, like, just entertaining matchup I'd want to see is the Knicks and the Thunder. Bro, the, it, it would just be chaos, bro. That would be the first Knicks. It would be that would, just that would chaos, be, That would be bro. a Knicks championship. W- <laughs> you think so? Yeah. 
Bro, okay. the dibs okay. would crunch it. <laughs> okay. E- either way, I think that would be enjoyable as fuck to watch. I agree. Just because it would cool. just be madness going on all over. So, with that being said, you know, what to look out for for the rest of the season? I mean, I think we're in for one hell of a ride. Yeah, I mean, we final got... Final push to the playoffs. We got, we got so many teams that are in I mean, it. we didn't even hit all-star breaks either, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and that's next, right? Like Curry, Curry's going to be in a shoot-off, I guess. With some woman? No, I'm playing. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut that. Um, but, yeah, I think My it's... My girl's breathing. It's going to be a fun... It's going to be a fun run. Um, we got so many teams, so many storylines. We got the league mostly healthy. Um, I I love how everything is looking, and I honestly I'm pleased that I'm on this podcast discussing it with you. That's a fucking discussing fact. it with Sin. who will be here next next time. Points we have at a, no an one over there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then I. Who I'm, do I'm you choose, Steph or Sabrina? I think Sabrina gonna wash this motherfucker. No cap. She's a sniper. You know who I choose? Chavo Guerrero. Chavo. With that being said, make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, sell your souls, get on the train, and just enjoy this ride with us. At some point, we're gonna hit 500 subscribers here in the next few days. And I am so thankful, so blessed, so glad to be doing this. Thank you guys. For contributing to the Built Different podcast. We're not stopping with the content. And that's a promise. That's a guarantee. Have a good night. Or day. Gang, gang, gang. That is wild. There we go. Fucking washed. (laughs)